Cash flow refers to the money moving in and out of your business. When you have a positive cash flow, it simply means that you have enough money to manage the payments of any money that goes out of your business. If you have more money coming into your business than going out, you will have obtained a positive cash flow. Many business owners think the only way they can increase their cash flow is to increase their sales or increase their net income. This statement is partially true. You will increase your cash flow if you see additional sales, but what if you could increase your cash flow without adding any additional sales? If you're experiencing a tight cash flow or maybe even a negative cash flow, there are things you can do in your business right now to help give your cash flow a boost without increasing your sales. I understand there may be times in your business when you really rely on having enough cash flow to get by, and I know this past year has been hard for a number of small business owners. If you're using a computerized software solution such as QuickBooks, you can easily generate a cash flow statement to see exactly where your business stands. Today, I'm going to talk about one simple tip you can do to help increase your cash flow whether you're just starting your small business, you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, virtual online bookkeeper, or virtual assistant. Your cash flow will be a huge contributor to making sure your business will survive. So listen in and make sure you follow this one simple tip. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years, and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners, and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Want to know more? Head over to financialadventure.com QuickBooks and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. 
You've heard the term cash is king, right? Well, today I'm talking about cash flow in your small business and just how important it is to make sure you maintain a positive cash flow. Positive cash flow is when you have more money coming into your business than is going out of your business. If you find your business running into a negative cash flow, you will soon find you're struggling to make ends meet and you won't have the funds to make payments that are due. You obviously want to find out what is causing your negative cash flow and you may need to inject personal funds to continue to operate or even take out a loan or a line of credit. These are all things you, as a small business owner, hope you never need to do. So what can you do to make sure you don't get to this point? One of the quickest ways to increase your cash flow is to look at your accounts receivable. Your accounts receivable list will show you each of your customers who still owe you money. If you're looking at an accounts receivable aging summary, not only will it show you how much each of your customers owes you, but it will also show you how past due each of their payments are. Staying on top of your accounts receivable listing will not only help your cash flow, but when you find a customer who is extremely past due on paying an invoice, it gets harder and harder to collect these funds from them. Having a strict collections process in place so that you know exactly what you need to do if you have a customer that falls behind in their payments will be crucial. Make sure you're being proactive and send reminders when your customer's due dates are approaching and whenever a customer has a past due balance, send out collection letters as soon as possible. And don't be afraid to charge late fees for past due balances, but be upfront with them about these fees. Having late fees may actually help you get your payments faster and you need to consider what this late payment is doing to your business. You may be able to use these late fees as a bargaining tool as well. When you tell them, you'll write off the late fees if they pay by a specific time. Another thought here is if you have a customer who has an outstanding balance or even a reputation for paying late, you might want to require them to pay upfront. Why bother with payment terms if you know they're not going to abide by them anyway. Make sure you're sending out your invoices right away. You know you won't get paid until your customer receives their invoice. By sending out your invoices right away, you'll speed up this process. If you don't send your invoices out for a couple of weeks, that will mean that you will need to wait a couple of weeks to receive those funds. By being prompt in invoicing on a regular basis, you're starting the clock for any terms that you may be offering to your customers. I know as a business owner, you are busy and you may be putting invoicing your customers off for weeks or even months, but I would recommend you take a deep look at your schedule and find some time to invoice your customers at least on a weekly basis. Not only will you start getting paid sooner, but your invoicing process will be much smoother and the time that you spend invoicing each week will actually be much shorter than if you put all of your invoicing off for weeks. If you absolutely know that you're unable to do your invoicing on a timely and consistent basis, you might wanna look into hiring a bookkeeper to help you with this. When you are invoicing your customers, you may wanna analyze your payment terms and make sure that they are working for your business. 
If you're offering terms of net payment in 30 days and you know that you're falling short on your cash flow, maybe it's time to change your payment terms. If the net payment in 30 days doesn't seem to work, you could shorten it to net payment in 20 days to help you with your cash flow with these additional 10 days. You could even offer discounts for early payments. Rather than having your customers wait until the due date to make their payments, you could offer a discount if they pay earlier. This could be a win-win for both you and your customer, especially if your customer isn't having any cash flow issues and they want to take advantage of the early payment discount. You would need to decide how much of a discount you would offer as well as the timing on the early payment. A popular early payment discount would be a 2% discount if paid in 10 days. If you currently don't offer credit card payments or even ACH payments, you could offer these payment types to help expedite your payments. By offering credit card payments or ACH payments, you may find it easier for customers to pay. They don't need to handwrite a check, get an envelope ready, and send the payment in the mail. It's quick and easy, but do take into consideration the processing fees and adjust your pricing if necessary. Rather than even getting into the invoicing game, you could require all your customers to pay up front. This is getting to be more and more common and customers don't even seem to mind. By doing this, the customer pays right when they place their order. If you do need to invoice the customer, the payment terms are due upon receipt. This means that as soon as your customer receives their invoice, payment is due. When you offer these payment terms, you really want to make sure that you're on top of your invoicing for your customers. Again, if you wait to send an invoice to a customer for one month and they pay as soon as they get their invoice, they're paying the invoice as soon as they get it, but it still has been about 30 days since they originally made their purchase. One last thing. Many business owners think their profits are equal to their cash flow, and this is a big misconception. This is exactly why at the beginning of the podcast I mentioned that you could increase your cash flow by increasing your profits, but depending on your situation, you could also still have a negative cash flow if you have something else going on in your business. This is why I'm saying if you want one simple tip to increase your cash flow, you should look at your accounts receivable listing and everything that's tied to your invoicing and accounts receivable in your business. Since cash flow is defined as the money moving in and out of your business, you want to ensure you are doing everything you can to keep the money moving in as fast as possible. I also want to mention, if you are interested in starting, growing, or scaling your bookkeeping business, My four-step framework for creating a profitable bookkeeping business will be opening soon. In three months or less, you will gain the confidence, skills, and knowledge to create a profitable bookkeeping business without feeling alone, overwhelmed, or confused about your next steps. You can sign up for the waitlist and be the first to know about this exciting opportunity. To make sure you get all the upcoming notifications, go to financialadventure.com slash elevate hyphen waitlist. I'll post a link where you're listening to this podcast for you to sign up as well. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, 
You want your business to have a positive cash flow. If you find your business running in a negative cash flow, you will soon find you're struggling to make ends meet and you won't have the funds to make payments that are due. You obviously want to find out what's causing your negative cash flow and you may need to inject personal funds to continue to operate or even take out a loan or a line of credit. Number two, one of the quickest ways to increase your cash flow is to look at your accounts receivable. Number three, Having a strict collections process in place so that you know exactly what you need to do if you have a customer that falls behind in their payments will be crucial. Make sure you're being proactive and send reminders when your customer's due dates are approaching and whenever you have a customer that has a past due balance, send out collection letters as soon as possible. And don't be afraid to charge late fees for past due balances. Number four, if you have a customer who has an outstanding balance or even a reputation for paying late, you may want to require them to pay up front. Number five, make sure you're sending out your invoices right away. You know you won't get paid until your customer receives their invoice. By sending out your invoices right away, you'll speed up this process. Number six, Take a deep look at your schedule and find some time to invoice your customers at least on a weekly basis. If you absolutely know you're unable to do your invoicing on a timely and consistent basis, you may want to look into hiring a bookkeeper to help you with this. This is important. Number seven, analyze your payment terms and make sure that they are working for your business. If you are offering terms of net payment in 30 days, and you know you're falling short on your cash flow, maybe it's time to change your payment terms. Number eight, you could even offer discounts for early payments. Rather than having your customers wait until the due date to make their payments, you could offer a discount if they pay earlier. You will need to decide how much of a discount you would offer as well as the timing of the early payment. Number nine, by offering payment types such as credit card payments or even ACH payments, this could help expedite your payments. Number 10. Rather than getting into the invoicing game, you could require all of your customers to pay up front. This is getting to be more and more common and most customers don't seem to mind. Number 11. A lot of business owners think their profits are equal to their cash flow, and this is a big misconception. You could increase your cash flow by increasing your profits, but depending on your situation, you could also still have a negative cash flow if you have something else going on in your business. Number 12. Since cash flow is defined as the money moving in and out of your business, you want to ensure you're doing everything you can to keep the money moving in as fast as possible. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing you will take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. 
Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Thank you.